1: Welcome to the THN Action Show presented by BetMGM. I am Mike Stevens. This is Rachel Dory. Rachel, we have 11 games on the schedule tonight. Let's get going. Uh, And we are going to start with, once our graphic goes up, uh, we are going to start with one of them, which is the Seattle (laughs) Kraken and the Florida Panthers. Uh, Obviously, the Seattle Kraken, a team that made the playoffs for the first time in in its entire uh, sort of franchise history last year. Um, It struggled out the gate obviously, whereas Florida, despite being completely banged up, has actually done quite well, um, and which is why they are favored in this game. Rachel, what can we expect from Seattle and Florida?
0: Yeah, so Seattle's kind of on their we- or eastern road swing. They're a Western Conference team on an eastern road swing. Mm-hmm. There's like a couple of cross, cross-conference cross road swings happening right now, and so they're kind of doing the, the gauntlet of Carolina, um, Tampa, now Florida. You look at it, Brandon Montour and Aaron Ekblad are not playing, but they started skating in non-contact jerseys today, and so that's something to look out for if you're looking at any like Florida like futures. Um, they're expected to get Ekblad and Montour back relatively soon, but for this specific game, expected score three point five six to two point nine eight in favor of Florida, which gives you an expected total of six point seven four. That's a that's a lean on over. Um, Florida is the better team here. They're doing a better job controlling play. Um, they're, they're scoring at a pretty good rate. So player props tonight. I I like Carter Verhage, I like Sam Reinhart. Um, those are two guys that have been really consistent for
1: them. Fantastic. All right. Detroit and Boston rate or an original six matchup. Obviously Boston Bruins have flown out the gate again this season. No one can slow them down. They did suffer their first loss uh, of the season recently. So that's a, that's a big blow. Uh, and Detroit has obviously been one of the hotter teams in the league as well. These are two teams they're matching up against each other. And yet Boston seems to be favored uh, by just a little bit. What can we expect?
0: Yeah. So at the beginning of the year, this line was actually a whole lot further. I think Boston was about 62%, but because of Detroit's really strong play, they've closed the gap a little bit and Detroit's at, um, Detroit's in Boston, right? So they're not going to have that home ice, even though that's not really inherently been a thing um, this early on in the season. And so um, we have an expected score of 3.38 to about three for Detroit. Um, so 56% for Boston. I think if you look at this, we've got an expected total of about 6.35, which is slightly below the total of um six or slight above the total of five and a half. But if you get it at six and a half, that's not a total I would take. So if you can get the number at five and a half, I think that's a a number I'm comfortable taking there just because both teams are playing in a lot of high scoring games. They have high octane offenses in terms of you got David Pasternak, Brad Marchand, and then Matty Potra who has become kind of like this revelation for the Boston Bruins. And then obviously you've got Larkin, Raymond and to as the top line in um, Detroit who, is facing a Boston team that doesn't really have a shutdown line anymore. And so you look at this, I think this is actually going to be a a really good game. It could be one of the games of the day. But yeah, Boston is slightly favored here. You've got the home ice advantage as well as them being a little bit better talent-wise. I think this is a situation where you may be looking at Detroit as an underdog, but the best play here is probably just the over
1: very cool all right the new york islanders and the columbus blue jackets two teams that are just not a lot of fun to watch right now uh and yet here they are playing each other we love that that's fantastic um obviously the new york islanders seem to be favored quite a bit in this matchup according to rachel's model um just based on the fact they seem to be a little bit more defensively sound but you know who knows what can happen you know who does know rachel why don't you tell us what's going on
0: you want to know what i know mike what do you know that it's probably really dumb to schedule a Columbus Blue Jackets game at the exact same time Ohio State is playing. That's probably dumb, especially when there are no games going on in the afternoon except a 1 p.m. Put this game at 4 o'clock so that everyone can watch the Blue Jackets. Then they can walk up the street to Ohio State. We can watch Ohio State if they're going to the game. Alas, we will never, ever have peace with the NHL schedule. If you look at this, New York is... Slightly favored here. 3.36 to 2.91 is the expected score. So that's a total of 6.27. Um, that's kind of right around the number there. New York is favored and Mike is right. They're favored because of their defensive capabilities here. And it's because they just play, first of all, talent-wise, they've got Dobson, Pulak, Pellick, um, even a guy like um, Sebastian Aho on the back end. Um, young guys. Then they've got... Um, the other kid who I'm forgetting what his name is right now. Um, but then up front, right, you've got Barzell and Horvat, Nelson, Lee, um, even Cal Calderbucks have a good start to the season. Whereas in Columbus, I've really liked Adam Vantilly's start, but the rest of the Blue Jackets, especially defensively, like it's not been very good. And so I think at this point, you kind of got to fade Columbus until they show you that you shouldn't. And so it's, it's the Islanders here for
1: me. All right, Toronto and Nashville, the Ryan O'Reilly, um, reunion, as we like to call it. Um, Toronto favored quite heavily in this game. Uh, you know, in, in this first uh, sort of set of games, they're they're favored the most out of any team uh, against their opponent. They're coming off a big sort of statement win against a contender in Dallas. Uh, what can we expect from tonight in Smashville?
0: I think this is going to be a bit of a slugfest. Um, we have the expected score at 3.62 to 2.81. If you look at it, uh, we don't know who's starting for Toronto yet, but we do know it's UC Soros for Nashville. So, Regardless of which Toronto goalie starts, it is an inherent advantage for Nashville. Obviously, if Joseph Wool starts, it's not as big as of an advantage. But if we've got Soros versus Sam Sonov, um, look out for that because um, Soros is is miles better. He was a Vesna runner-up. He's absolutely fantastic. I do believe we, Sam Sonov is going to get the start. Um, and so that's a scenario where he's obviously not playing well. I think there's some significant value here on Nashville's money line. Um, as well as the over here at 6.43. If you can get it at over six, stay away from six and a half, but if you can get it at over six, I think that's probably a good spot. Toronto's obviously significantly more talented than Nashville. Um, But if you look at it on the whole, you just cannot... How many games has has Sorrow stolen for the Preds? And you just cannot ignore the fact that Samsonov, if he plays, has been just awful to start the year.
1: Yeah, look, this could be a big rebound game for him, or it could be uh, it could be tough. Yeah. All right, I when
0: think it- also you you look at it and it, William Nylander and John Tavares have had um, seven game point streaks that they're on mm-hmm. right now. So if you're looking for guys to stay hot, those are guys. Philip Forsberg over three and a half shots. He is really the only guy up front that's generating any level of volume shooting, and so that's a scenario where I think those are a couple of bets that you you can feel pretty comfortable with.
1: Very cool. All right. An all Canadian matchup here in the Winnipeg Jets, Montreal Canadiens. Montreal for another year is just supremely injured. Uh, Winnipeg, a team that is supremely mid. Um, Now they're facing off against each other on Hockey Night in Canada. What can we expect?
0: Well, you can expect uh, a lot of goals because we've got Laurent Brossois and I believe Jake Allen playing. And those are guys that give up goals. It's not Connor Hellebuck, that's for sure. And so we've got 3.30 for Winnipeg versus three for Montreal. So it's about six uh, six 6.3 for, for the uh, total. I think this is probably going to go a little bit higher. When I ran this model, um, I expected Hellebuck to be starting. Um, I think that's probably almost a half a goal in value with Brassois starting. So if you look at it, Winnipeg is favored. Winnipeg should win. Um, Cole Caulfield's got two overtime winners this week. And so he's feeling himself. He's red hot. Uh, that's a guy you, you look out for. Nikolai Ehlers has looked really good for Winnipeg. And then the other guy who's kind of picked up on last season is Josh Morrissey. Yeah, I like him to get a point tonight. Mm-hmm. I think somebody that quarterbacks their power play, he facilitates the puck really well. Um, and is is a guy that's in a, a really great spot here against Montreal who, you know what, they, they're giving up their fair share of goals.
1: All right. Uh, well, if you're looking to watch Shane Pinto play hockey uh, on Saturday night, sadly, he will not be doing so uh, in the Ottawa versus Pittsburgh Penguins game. Um, they're two teams that you know have huge, uh, huge, I would say, expectations surrounding them. Um, and it's going to be quite the slugfest, as, as we like to say here. Um, this is also a very like razor thin margin uh, based on Rachel's model. Rachel, is this as even as it seems to be?
0: I think it is. Um, you look at Ottawa, their back end's absolutely decimated. They know Thomas Chabot for a month to six weeks. No Artem Zub, no Eric Brandstrom. So now you've got Jake Sanderson and Jacob Chikrin. So I like both of their shot props right off the bat because Ottawa does like to shoot from the blue line to get the puck into kind of Brady Kachuk um, at the net front, especially on the power play. So I think they're going to pick up those minutes because you're certainly not playing Tyler Clevin or Travis Hamanick on the power play. At least you shouldn't be. So I look at that. I think that's a great opportunity for for some shot props there. Um, and then on the Pittsburgh side of things, they're coming off of beating Colorado for nothing in what was a pretty big statement um, to shut out the Colorado avalanche. Now, under no circumstances should you be trusting the goaltenders for either team, which is why this is projected to be the highest total of the night at six point nine um, these teams always play the most goal-filled, wild, chaotic games for whatever reason. Pittsburgh is slightly favored here at 51% to 49%. So you're looking at this. It's all about trying to find value. Can you find Pittsburgh at minus 110 or minus 115? Can you find Ottawa at plus money? Um, Will Ottawa be able to handle the talent of the Pittsburgh Penguins up front I love Getting Malkin I think Jake Gensel he's Purdue like he's created a ton of chances and individually expected goals but they haven't gone in yet I think tonight may be in a situation where Jake Gensel might score
1: all right uh moving on to the New York Rangers and the Vancouver Canucks um just uh you know an interesting little battle here uh Rachel what can we expect from New York and Vancouver
0: well, you're not going to get a... I was really hoping we'd get a battle of um, two of my favorite goalies in the league and Igor Shosturkin and Thatcher Demko. But Thatcher Demko played last night in, against St. Louis. And so uh, he's not going to play tonight. It's going to be Casey DeSmith. That is obviously an immediate downgrade. Um, I mean, almost any goalie in the league would be a downgrade from Thatcher Demko with the exception of maybe like three or four. And so you look at that, there's a downgrade. Now, the Rangers have had trouble scoring. Um, and the Canucks really haven't, the Canucks have actually, um, played well in terms of their offense. It's defensively that they've been not fantastic. So the expected scores, uh, Rangers 3.2 to the Canucks three. So you got a 52 to 48% margin in favor of the Rangers and an expected total of 6.25. Um, so when you look at this, this is a scenario where you're probably just looking towards player props. You're looking at Quinn Hughes over one and a half shots. You're looking at a Quinn Hughes assist. You're looking at Elias Pettersson points. You're looking at um Mika Zabana shots. Uh those are kind of I probably would stay away from any level of like money line or total play in this game.
1: All right. And then we have Vegas and Los Angeles. Uh, you know, like we said, two teams, two West, uh, you know, Western Conference juggernauts here. Um you know, this is any Stanley Cup champion and a team like the Kings who are looking to take that huge leap of a next step into contender status. Vegas favored here just by a little bit, as, as little as you possibly can be. Uh, Rachel, again, is it as tight as it seems?
0: Yeah, I think this is probably going to be um, the best game of the night in terms of quality of hockey. Mm. Uh, might not be the barn burner. Both teams played last night. Both teams traveled. So LA played in Arizona and Vegas played in Vegas. And both teams lost, I believe, in overtime, no less. So um, you look at that. They're both traveling on a back-to-back. It doesn't even really matter if they won or lost. Um, and there's a scenario here where it's not really like there's an advantage either way. Where the advantage is is Vegas has um, better talent up front
1: mm-hmm. and better
0: talent on the back end. And neither team has particularly good goaltending. You look at um, what's happening in LA; that doesn't inspire a ton of confidence. You're probably getting Phoenix Copley tonight. Um, you are getting Aiden Hill tonight, I believe, because Logan Thompson played last night. Um, and that is kind of a scenario where you're not you, there's not really an advantage in there. So the expected score tonight three point nine or three point three versus uh, three. So Vegas is favored here, 51 to 49. So you're not really getting much value here um, unless you can get a team at plus money, in which case that's something I would look to take. Um, but in terms of shot props, you're looking at guys like Jonathan Marchessault, you're looking at Jack Eichel, you're looking at Kevin Fiala, you're looking at Adrian Kepe.
1: All right. Well, that is the slate of games here for you. Hopefully we helped you a little bit in, in getting ready. Uh, and, you know, it's a Saturday. Enjoy, enjoy the slate of hockey we have, uh, and we will be back to help you next week.